There is no denying it. Alice Springs is in the grip of a crime crisis. According to police figures, assaults in the Northern Territory town are up 42%, domestic violence up 54%, and property damage is up 60% year on year. Now, the federal government leader, uh, federal opposition leader, I should say, Peter Dutton, is ramping up calls for the federal government to take urgent action. He's calling for the alcohol ban in remote Indigenous communities to be reinstated. And he wants the PM to visit the Northern Territory town with him as early as tomorrow. This is an issue that is of highest priority for our country, but there is going to be tragedy in Alice Springs and I think there'll be vigilante responses because people just... The, the, the police are throwing their hands up in the air. They're overwhelmed with the amount of work. So do I think the Australian Federal Police should go up? Absolutely. I want to bring in Michael Little. He's an Alice Springs councillor and is the chair of the Central Australian Aboriginal Alcohol Programs Unit. Welcome to you, Michael. I mean, when you look at those year-on-year figures, as I have, it's a pretty eye-opening experience. What is it like in terms of experiencing this crime rate on the ground in Alice Springs? What is going on? Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. Um, you know, what's going on is unimaginable to people who live in the state. People who live in Alice Springs as Aboriginal people and uh, non-Aboriginal people, we reside in Alice Springs. We got uh, families out remote Central Australia and it is totally unacceptable, the level of violence. And then we think, where does this violence come from? Where does this type of behaviour come from? So, I mean, what has you, happened? you say, Michael, that it's never been this bad. How has it come to this? Uh, well, you know, that, that's a question that could be asked to a thousand people and you'd get 900 different answers. And, What's your answer? You know, well, I think the grog, Grog and uh, lack of education causes the main sort of thing. And uh, I think it's about time Aboriginal people started getting honest with Aboriginal people. And uh, we always uh, want the, the um, white history to tell the truth. But uh, now it's up to us Aboriginal people, us black people, to tell the truth. What is happening to our identity? When you get a town the size of Alice Springs... 27,000 people or 25, and that's um, increasing, going down by the day. And we're getting these people leaving in droves every day of Alice Springs, but we're also attracting people every day. And those people that Alice Springs is attracting are the people who doesn't have don't, don't have the knowledge or the understanding about contributing to a place like Alice Springs other than contributing to health problems, social issues, jail numbers, courthouse appearances, so all that negative stuff and and lack of attendance at schools. So, That's so, the thing. Okay, so, so just to be clear, can you draw a line between the violence and unrest you're seeing now and the end of the federal government's so-called intervention last year, as some have suggested? Um, of course, it's it's an increased level, but I mean that that this type of violence existed. It still existed a little few few years ago. 
because of alcohol, the alcohol consumption. Then the, the liquor restrictions come in, and then we've got to, you, you've got to remember that when the intervention come in, this is a whole new different type of person now, and it's almost been, what, 20 years or so? For the new breed of people, so all these, all these type of people, have just seen violence, has just seen stealing, that bad imaging has just played itself out. So it's copycatting that whole thing that because education is long, long way down the list, and the place of calmness is a long, long way down the list and doesn't exist. So that place of calmness that you're talking about where people can uh, feel safe on the streets of Alice Springs, that their property can be safe, would that be reinstated should the alcohol bans also be reinstated, as Peter Dutton has suggested, is the first point of business? Well, that could be right. But I'm talking about the, the level of calmness in an Aboriginal person's mind. The noises are far too loud for an Aboriginal person's mind who all he had was country. But that country has been gone now. They now he or she now resides in town where there's so much noise of the bottle shop open, of the Centrelink, of the welfare payments, of the banks, of the hospitals of the jails and but the, and the noise of not sending my children to school so we have all these things that are all linked together what, what, what do the, you make of the calls to bring in the AFP would would that add to the the noise that you cite well do, do you support uh, that sentiment from Peter Dutton the, yeah, yes I do and I, I think the the, the the um, opposition leader, well, he's a he's an ex-policeman, as far as I'm aware, and that's a person with morals and some understanding about what strategy should be needed. And a place like Alice Springs now, and up in the Territory, we need some form of governance to pull rank, to put things in order, and because... Alice Springs wasn't built for this type of problem that we're enduring at the minute. Alice Springs councillor Michael Little is here on RN Drive. We're talking about the crime rate in Alice Springs. The Northern Territory town has become somewhat of a political football today. Would you like to see the nation's leaders visit? And do you think that will in any way help Michael Little? Yeah, I think it'd be brilliant. The people from interstate and on the eastern states of Australia, they need to see what goes on in Alice Springs. And there's a lot of people that have moved from those places to Alice Springs and made this place their home. And there's a lot of people who have come to Alice Springs from remote communities. And that lack of good, adequate service provider that has been neglectful, neglecting their communities has now come to Alice Springs because all people are coming here for is for a service. But while they're here, they're turning into an addict and that addict is around gambling and alcohol and then the kids miss out on 
having good parents around to guide them in the right right direction. Michael, obviously there's been a lot of talk uh, for the last six or 12 months about closing the gap, particularly in relation to a vote and a referendum on a voice to parliament. Are you hopeful that a voice could deliver real change in your town? I mean, is this a practical example of how those two ideas are linked, a problem and a solution? No, no, this is today now. And uh, them people who work on the voice to parliament... I wish them all the well of luck, and they got the, they got some very intelligent Aboriginal people there. But I'm a foot soldier, and we need more foot soldiers to um, more Aboriginal foot soldiers on the ground working with this problem we have with Aboriginal people. Appreciate your time this afternoon, Alice Springs Councillor Michael Little. Uh, they're talking about uh, crime in Alice Springs. Appreciate your time. Thank you, mate. Bye. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.